Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody, everybody. Okay, we got some more tuning in. Hello, Anitra. Welcome, 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 welcome. We are about to get started today, y'all. I'm excited about Help My Business this this Tuesday. Cedar Hill, Anitra in Cedar Hill. What's the name of your business? What's the name of, what is your business called? Y'all got to get used to saying your business name. What is your business called? ABC Creative Design. Hello, Tiffany. What's up? Tell tell us the name of your business and what you do in one minute. The name of your business. Let us know the name of your business and what you do. I got the phone right here so I can, uh, so I can see and everything, okay? In about another minute, we're going to get started. The presentation tonight is going to be so epic. I wish somebody would have told me this. I would not have bumped my head um, deciding what I'm going to do, etc., um, with this tonight. So last week I had you guys, um, I had you guys to do some homework. I told you to go ahead and research the formation that you're going to form. All right. So you can pick out the best thing that was going to be great for you. That was your homework. So we're going to apply that homework to this week. So if you didn't catch your homework from last week, then you need to go back and see episode one when I had Mr. Investor on here. And some of y'all missed an opportunity when I told you guys to come online because he was ready to invest in some folks last night and nobody, uh, I, I gave the link out, I gave the number out, nobody called it. Like, really? Okay. So don't miss your blessing. You never know when Mr. Investor going to pop up or he might be saying, hey, you know, somebody needs a push, but he, he's going to want to see these things right here in order that I'm showing you tonight. And these things need to be in order so he can make sure that he's when he is investing his money, that he's not investing in just a fluke company, but he investing in somebody that took the time out to make sure you're you're straight on the back end so you can be successful on the front end. So today we're gonna get your back end taken care of. So then when you are looking for fun and because after tonight you're gonna be set up you're gonna be set up so good. Oh my God. You're going to be set up so good, and I can't wait to see that. All right. My name is Tiffany. Say, hey, Tiffany. She said her name, she's the owner of Heart and Soul Creations, located in, oh, I don't know how to say that, Alacapaca, Pennsylvania. We have Kenyatta. Her, the name of her business is KF Designs LLC, and she's from South Carolina. All right. Well, let's get into it. It's enough of us on here to um, to get into it. Oh my God! People are texting me. Said I can't find it. You can't find it because we on. Let me uh, let me tag somebody real quick so she'll know uh, we live as well. All right. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Okay. All right. Awesome. All right, so my name is um, my name is Crystal Hell. I'm the owner. I'm the owner here of one of the owners here at Hell Family Ventures. I also have a social media company and a PR firm called CH Socials PR Marketing and PR Firm, where we help you increase your ROI by fifty to sixty percent. In this episode today on Help My Business, the first thing that many of you, some, some have, I see all, some of you already have some LLCs, which is phenomenal. And we are free to go forward because I'm going to drop some extra jewels down here to kind of make sure helping you keep up with some things with your LLCs and things of that nature. So in this episode of Help My Business, we're going 
I'm going to give you the keys to successfully launching your business. Many of you have great biz businesses, regardless if you, you're in crafts or if you're in real estate. If you're, It don't matter what type of business that you're in. The marketplace is full of different businesses, all right? So in this episode, I'm going to give you the keys. So the first keys is to find... Um, we're going to go over and I'm going to go over each and every one of these. Okay. So one of the keys is to do a name search in your state. All right. The reason why I don't tell you to get your EI in first is because guess what? You need to do a search in your state and make sure that nobody is using your business. If you're going to be filing as an LLC, if you're going to be um, filing as a sole proprietor, then you're going to need to do a DBA as a sole proprietor. You're going to to do a DBA search in your county to make sure that no one is using your business. When you do a state search, that's when you're going to be forming uh, forming your company like an LLC, like an LLC, a single member or multi-member LLC, an S corp or a C corp, something something like that. Okay, so um, either way, so if you're doing a, a sole proprietor, you need to do a search in your county to make sure that nobody is using your DBA. If you're going to be filing as an LLC, you want to make sure you want to make sure that you are. Um, that that you are if you're doing it in your state that you were doing a name search with the state and typically those name searches cost one dollar at least that's how much it costs in texas for other state you would need to check with your secretary of state to get that information okay so i can tell i'm gonna be able to tell you guys from texas and then for some of the other states i do know but some i don't and so you would just need to go on your secretary of state website and it's going to be on there all right once you have found your name, you have verified that nobody is using it, you're going to need to choose your structure. All right. Once you choose your structure, you either need to form with the state or register your or register your DBA with your county. You're going to need your sales tax ID, your bank account, your good wholesome Duns number. And also register with the SBA. The SBA is the Small Business Administration. All right. And I'm going to tell you because I know it's a lot of African-Americans in here. So being designated as an African-American uh, owned business or women owned business open you up for various grants. Grants are federally issued, but you do not have to necessarily pay those back and everything. Um, well, for the grants anyways. And it also opens you up to certain kind of loans depending on how you identify your business so we'll get to that part and then i'm going to show you instantly how you can start getting funds to fund your thing all right so that's kind of an overview of where we're going to be tonight hello everybody so i see we have who else we got in here we got patrice hey patrice um a dash of salt over there and we have christine barnes she would crb design crb designs in nashville tennessee all right all right all right okay so the first thing that you need to do in order to get to luncheon is that you need to do a name search in your state registry okay so you you just told me that i don't need to do a name search in my state registry if i'm going to be a sole proprietor which is true because if you're Registering as an LLC, which means your business will be its own entity, its own entity, then you will need to do a name search with the state. 
If you are going to be a sole proprietor, then you need to do a name search with your county, okay? Once you have done this, everything is good for 10 years, okay? So every 10 years or so, you have, well, depending on your, your state or how it works, but um, with the sole proprietor, every 10 years, you would need to renew it with the county. Or if you already have an existing LLC and now you're going to put your business under your existing LLC, then you would need to file a DBA with your county. If you're going to be doing business as your LLC, then you do not need to file a DBA with your county. Only if you're not doing business as your LLC, then you only if you're not doing business with your LLC, would you need to file a DBA. But if you're doing business as your LLC, then you do not need to file a DBA because you're already a registered entity and a registered tax person with the state. So I hope that makes sense to you. I just dropped some jewels. Some somebody put some jewels down down there in the comment section. All right, so this is the part where I told you guys to go and do your homework. I am going to put a disclosure, and then you're going to see on the next couple of slides that I am going to have some disclosures down there that Lady Hell is nobody's accountant, okay? I am not an accountant, and I always say consult with an accountant, and they will advise a, a certified public accountant, and they will advise you, okay? There's many of services online where you could go, and I'm, I'm gonna have to, I have a, a couple of friends who do that, and so I have to see which one of them is available, and they'll actually be able to come in here and talk with you guys, um, talk with you guys about that as well. So when you're launching your business, you need to decide what what formation or what structure are you going to do? Okay. Now here are some of the form, the, the common formations you have. I put a sole P that's just an abbreviation for sole proprietor. That means that you are responsible for everything, for financially responsible, legally responsible for everything that goes on with your business. Okay. So then you have an LLC. An LLC requires you to form within your state. Okay. You have to, you have to form and your business is separate from you personally. Okay. So it is a separate entity. It is like its own person. It's going to have its own credit, etc. So it's like its own person, an LLC. An LLC could be, um, that type of LLCs you have S corps, uh, you have single membered LLCs, multi-membered LLCs. You also have, uh, and LLC stands for limited liability corporation. Okay. So then you have an S corp. All right. Then you have a C corp. So it, a lot of times, if you don't want to get taxed twice, <laughs> you don't want to get taxed twice. You may want to consider being an S corp. Ask me how I know. Okay, because if you are not an S corp, you're gonna get you're going to get taxed twice. The first tax that you're going to get is going to be your federal tax. The second tax, and we're gonna go into this, and I'm gonna show you, okay? Because this is how I busted my head a whole bunch of times um, before. So you have to pay your um, your what did I say? You have to pay your federal tax, and then you have to pay what you call 
and self-employment tax. So also proprietors, you are double taxed. If you are an LLC and you're not an S-Corp, you are double taxed. And so you have to pay the federal and you also have to you also have to pay your um the the self-employment tax and we're going to break that down okay but this was your homework but again choose what's best for you and what's best for your situation but again as a sole proprietor you're going to be taxed how many times did i say if you remember what i said put that down in the comment section okay because i'm gonna send you something whoever get that right how many times are you going to be taxed drop it okay if you're a sole proprietor and a LLC, single member, or or, uh, or multi-member, okay? But if you're an S-Corp, how many times did I say you will be taxed? What's the only one you're going to have to pay? Okay? I'm going to come back and see who, uh, he, who answered that correctly. All right. Uh-oh, Christine. All right. All right, Nadia. All right. I see them answers. I see them answers. I see them answers. Ooh, I'm going to have to send y'all something. What I'm going to see. Ooh, that's right. For the, that's, that's absolutely right. For the S Corp, you only going to be charged one time. That's it. Right? So when you're choosing your formation, all right, you just, you already, I'm going, I'm going to go ahead, go get me an LLC. But close that thing. <laughs> you better, um, you know, like I said, do accordingly. Ask me how I know, because I do it. Okay. One of my LLCs, I have to. I'm taxed twice because that's it. It was a learning thing. Bust your head, you learn. All right. But however, it is what it is. So now I was sharing this with you guys Monday. And then many of you like, well, what's the numbers? What do I do? Etc. And stated below as a disclosure, I am not a certified accountant. Okay. So always, always consult with a certified account. Uh, accounted for your business because everybody's tax situation is different so everybody numbers is not going to be different but this is a jewel somebody drop some jewels for me down in the comment section these are some jewels that you are going to need to know all right the irs states this that if your business earns more than a thousand dollars in a given year you are you are responsible for paying your uh, um, estimated taxes, which is a 1040 ES, which is due on these particular dates. I'm glad I'm on here now because next month, guess what? That 450 on 415, you're gonna have to go to the IRS and you're gonna need to make that payment. And I'm gonna share this, I'm gonna uh do a screen share with you in just a few, and I'll show you how you do that. So let me explain to you your taxes and your quarterly taxes, how they work. If you make over $1,000 in a year, the IRS requires, everybody type, requires you to quarterly pay your taxes. If you do now, the reason why you're going to do this quarterly is because at the end of the year, you if you make over a thousand dollars, right? They're gonna not only uh say, Well, you didn't pay this quarterly, they're gonna say, Guess what? We're gonna charge you a good wholesome penalty, and you do not want to pay penalties. We're not giving that's right, we're not. We're not giving them no extra money that they don't get. So if you know you're going to make over $1,000, then yes, you need to start making those quarterly 
estimated taxes or you're going to have a big old tax bill at the end of the year. Okay. Year number two. I learned, I mean, yeah, it was like year number two when I really, really started doing it. I learned that lesson. So that's a lesson we are, we ain't going to have to learn no more. And I don't want you to have to learn it. Okay. So what is the amount of money, um, that I told you that the IRS says that you, that if you plan to make that you, then you are required to pay quarterly taxes to the IRS. Somebody drop that information because somebody might just be coming in and they'll be like, what? Oh, taxes do what? You talking about this? That's right. $1,000. You are absolutely correct. If the IRS says, if you make over $1,000 with your business in a year, you are required to pay these month, these, uh, these taxes at these particular times. The first part is for uh, January through March. And that is due uh, April 15th for June. I say June 16th. It's not June 16th, guys. It's June 15th. Okay. The next time you're going to be making those that quarterly pay that quarterly payment is going to be uh, June 15th, and that's going to cover April through May. All right. It's not broken up in like three three threes, but this is how the uh, this is the IRS um, payment schedule. Okay. So the next time after June, you're going to be paying again, some your quarterly taxes on nine 15 and you need to pay it before the day or you get charged penalty. Okay. And then the last part of the quarter is going to cover from September to December is due the next year in January on January 15th. Okay. And that is the, the schedule that everything is due. All right. So I'm going to uh, I'm going to share my screen real quick. OK, let me add a, a thing to share my screen and I'm going to show you where you going to go to um, to to make those payments. All right. And it's, it's real easy to do. It's not hard to do at all. Um, this thing said I need to. Oh, there we go. All right. Sorry. I had to capture my screen, y'all. And then let me put my my beautiful face up here so you guys can see me. I should have made this slate before. All right. Okay. Is this helping anyone? Is this helping anyone? I hope this is because I know many of you are just launching and I want you to launch correctly. Um, and if you don't like, oops, I want you to make sure you get on task so you don't have no big bills and stuff, stuff of that nature to pay at the end of the year. Is this helping anybody? Let me know if this is helping you. Is this is helping you? Is this is helping you? Okay. And like I said, this is uh, this is just free information that I really want you guys to have because I'm not gonna spend weeks and weeks and weeks on this back end because I'm gonna say, hey, uh, you need to go, you need to go to the episode number two where we talked about that. Okay. Um, so here we go. Let me go to the screen. So here we go on the screen, and you say, Crystal, well, how do I pay this, etc.? All right. The way you pay this is you go to the irs.gov. Once you go to the irs.gov, you're going to click right here on this screen that says pay. All right. Once you go to the screen that says pay, it's going to say pay your taxes. Now, you can either pay directly with a bank account, which is something that I suggest you do, because not only will they give you a, re a receipt once you pay, but they're out. But also there's always that that payment that's going to be coming out that you're going to see there. And I always recommend that you pay your taxes out your business account. 
The reason why, because later on, later on, later on, when I get to tell when when we get to building our business credit and we're going to get those twenty five thousand dollar loans and fifty thousand dollars loan to put in our thing. Guess what? Guess what? The uh, investors and the people who are giving your money, they're going to want to make sure that you're doing right by your business and you're paying your taxes. And when they ask for six months of uh, bank statements and all that stuff, they're going to see that you're making those tax payments. They're going to see different things like that. So when we get to the banking section, we'll talk more about that. But anyway, so you, you can put bank account direct pay. So once you do that, you just say make a payment. Once you go to the make a payment, it's going to ask you the reason for your payment. You're going to say estimated tax. Okay. Apply the payment. You're gonna um, you're gonna apply the payment. It's the 1040 ES, which is your which is the 1040 uh, estimated payment thing. All right, and it's gonna ask you for the tax period. You're gonna select 2021 because this is that tax period, and then you are going to say continue. Now, once you um, once you press continue, it say oh, now it's gonna ask you to verify your identity. I, whatever address that you use for 20, your 2018 taxes, I always go a year before um, and everything, you're going to have to use the address. So if 2020 is there, then you can use the address you use for 2020. If 2019 is there, you can use the address that you use uh, for 2019. And you're going to select your filing status. All right. So it's, uh, mine is Foul, married, fouling jointly. Okay, I'm going to go off this screen and go back to my screen real quick because obviously, you know, we can't have, I can't have my, my personal information on the screen like that and everything. So let me take this off for a second, okay? I'm going to go through and put my <laughs> my information in real quick, okay? Um, I'm going to put my information in. It's going to ask you for your first name, your last name. Then it say confirm your last name. Then you're going to put your social security number in there. Okay. And it's going to ask you to confirm your social security. Hold on. Now I got on my social security number. One second. Because I just want to show y'all how this looks. Okay. And then it's going to ask you for your birthday. Okay, and then it's going to ask you for the street name of the uh, address. Now, I can go back. I can go back to the screen. I just didn't want to have my personal information all out there like that. We don't, we don't put personal information out there, right? So, then it's going to ask you, you know, the name of the street and all that stuff that you, um, that you was at. And then you're going to say, I accept. And then you're going to go to, oh, oops. One second, y'all. I put in something wrong. Hello, I'm a give me one. Oops. Now I'm pressing other buttons. One second. Let me put in the right information real quick. And then um let me put in the right information. Cause it's like Lady Hell. You ex so you excited girl. You didn't even put your information right in right. So let me go and fix that right quick. Okay. Just put my my birthday in there and stuff. Oh, that's why. Okay. All right, cool. 
now we can see how the screen look guys so once i put the information in there it pops up on the screen accordingly and it'll say you know it'll say the the payment amount so whatever your amount is you're gonna put that there okay and whatever your confirmed payment is you're gonna put your payment there the day um that you want that payment to come out you're going to put your routing number, your account number. It's going to ask you to confirm your account number. And then you could put whether you want it to come out the checkings or the savings. So we put out our checks, our tech stuff in the savings. So, you know, we'll put this, you check the savings. You'll put your email address, continue and pay. Okay. It is that legit. It is that easy. Okay, guys. So it's not hard. It's not hard to do. Let me go back there. It's not hard to do at all. Okay, you just go, you confirm your information, go to iris.gov, confirm your information, and then you put in um you put in your payment. So um let me go ahead, guys, and go and answer this. And if this is blessing you, let me know. All right, said question. If we didn't file quarterly taxes last year when we filed 2020 taxes, it would charge us, it will charge us one big amount. That's absolutely correct. It sure will. Um, after your deductions and credits, if you didn't file taxes on whatever reported income that you had, it's gonna show. It's gonna charge you that one big amount and come from like let's say for are you, are you speaking in reference to the twenty nineteen? I mean no, the twenty yeah you said twenty twenty yeah twenty twenty. So in twenty twenty, let's say you made you know thirty five thousand dollars and or whatever. I'm just throwing a figure out there. So you made $35,000 and you were not paying taxes on that. Okay. They're going to say, okay, we're going to give you the opportunity without penalty to go ahead and pay your thing. All right. Because on the, on the form, there should be something that, that it, it's a little check mark that the, um, that they check, which allows you to do that. So you're not charged the penalties and fees or whatever, as long as you make the payment upfront, which is always due for 15, um, of the following um, year when you pay well it'll be due for 15 this year when you pay your taxes also along with whatever taxes you have made from uh january to march okay so if you reported that if you reported it as income and then especially if many of you are um are being reported by cash out because cash app report well depending on but cash app reporting y'all too <laughs> so so everybody telling they telling up they're gonna be snitching on you so um Etsy, if you made money on Etsy, you made over 20 grand and you had uh 200 uh transactions, Etsy gonna send they gonna send they they statements to the IRS that they made money over here. PayPal gonna send money to the gonna send their statements to the IRS and say, Yup, you made money over here. Uh what what's the other one? Square, stripe, all of them. They snitch and they gonna they gonna tell the IRS that you if you made over if you made over that amount, they're gonna report it. All right. So um if your payment processors, if they are reporting i'm gonna give you the um as we go to the next thing i'm gonna show you guys how you know what to pay all right the formulas are very easy again um one of the tax accountants that i use every year to help us with our business um basically tell me how to do you know tell me how to do it in the form and i asked can i share it with my friends and they didn't mind I said yeah share it because people need to know that all right so here you go now what's do all right so we understand when the dates are due, et cetera. Now we're going to talk about what is due. If you are a sole proprietor or an LLC and during your tax time, 
your um, federal taxes due and your self-employment taxes due, okay? For if you're an S-Corp, the only thing, you do not have to pay the self-employment tax. You are only have to pay the federal tax. Now, what are, how do I find, let's take it step one. How do I find my federal, all right? So somebody can type this in the comment section, how to find your federal. Your federal, you're going to, whatever your income is. So let's say we are doing this for uh, quarter one for next month, all right? So if you had your you had income, your income came in that let's say altogether you made about twelve thousand dollars. All right, so you made twelve thousand dollars for quarter one. Now you're going to subtract your business expenses. Crystal, how do I find my business expenses? Your business expenses, you want to go to the IRS, or you even want to check with again a tax professional. But your business expenses could be the amount, your your mileage, your gas that you paid. Your it, it, everything had to be for business, and you have to keep this information documented. This information needs to be documented for up to three years, because at any time the IRS could go back for three years and verify your records okay so it is very important to keep great records we're gonna have a whole let me tell you something i have an awesome friend she's gonna be coming on and she is going to really break it down how to keep your records in order because i realize many of you might be like i can't afford a cpa but you're gonna have to be wearing these hats until you you'll, you get some coinage and you can actually start paying people to do it for you but until you then it is good to know number one how to operate and work your business so nobody can come and charging you ridiculous amount of money for basic things all right um so anyway it's good to keep your records so your income it could be you know you uh dinners you know you get that as a deduction any office supplies that you buy any office supplies so like um with a lot of the crafting community we buy paper that's an expense we buy ink that's an that's an expense any blanks that we buy for our business those are expenses okay a uh, butcher paper that's an expense paper clips that's an expense. Um, computers, printers, all those good things. Those are expenses. Now, some of depending on the larger the purchases, then you want you have to decide if you're going to let the purchase depreciate over a certain amount over. I think it's like three years or you're going to take the deduction all at once okay especially when when you're spending over five thousand ten thousand on things so are you going to take the deduction now or you're going to take the deduction over the course of of the years when it comes to equipment computers things of that nature consult with your tax consultants to see okay some other types of big of expenses if you have a business phone if you have a business cell phone if you use water electricity gas Things of that nature, whatever proportion you use of those things to fund your business, you have to, you're going to, you're going to subtract all of your expenses. Okay. You can also go to the, you can, the IRS website is full of information that will tell you each and everything that, that you can use for your expenses. So let's say our, um, our, our business was 12,000. 
I our expenses was about four uh four thousand. All right. So now we have eight thousand dollars in taxable income. So the way you find the taxable income, somebody uh, write that in the comment section for me so you can help your brother or sister. The way you find your taxable income is you subtract the income that you have made minus your expenses. Can somebody type that for me? The way you find your federal income is you subtract the income that has came in and you subtract that from your expenses and that will give you your taxable income. All right. All right. Yes, QuickBooks is good because they do it for you. <laughs> okay. QuickBooks is very, very, very good. All right. Um, and I think Quick, QuickBooks started about, what, 30 bucks, 20, 20, 30 bucks. They can help you take care of all that good stuff because there are tons of uh, free software out, you know, out there. And then if you use QuickBooks, guess what? That's an expense. Your website, that's an expense. Any money that you have put into Facebook, Instagram, uh, you, you, if you use YouTube marketing, and I haven't gotten to marketing yet, um, marketing expenses, guess what? That's an expense. And you take that expense from your income. All right. I mean, for your, from your taxable income. So again, go to the IRS.gov and then you can look, they have a list of everything literally. Um, cause there's toilet paper expense for your business. Cause you gotta go to the bathroom, your bathroom at your business. I'm just saying. So those are different expenses you can take out. But again, it's always good to uh, consult with a tax consultant to find out the best thing for you and your business. All right. Um, so you have your, again, the way you find your federal is what, well, the way you find what's taxable on your federal is you subtract your income from your expenses and that's going to give you your taxable income. Okay. And now you do, then you have to do this. You find your taxable income, right? Which we agreed our, our taxable income was, what did I say? Was $8,000. All right. So now you have this thing that's called your taxable income times your tax bracket. Your what the way you find your tax bracket is that you're gonna have to go on your income tax and you're gonna look at your AGI, okay? Your AG, um, your AGI, which your average gross income, is going to give you the tax bracket. This is for sole, you know, sole proprietors, sole proprietors, um, sole proprietors LLCs, and S corps because we all we we all pay we all pay into the federal, okay? Um, so you're gonna do your AGI multiplied by your tax bracket. Here is a website that's called Nerd Wallet. All right. I'll make sure I put this link in there so you can find your tax bracket. I'm going to share the screen with you. And once I share the screen with you, I'm going to go to Nerd Wallet and I'm going to um, show you the tax bracket and it helps you. Uh, thank you, Miss Melita. Um, your tax bracket. Can y'all see? Let me see. I can't see my own screen. It's sad. Okay, let me go. Okay, now I can see my screen. I was like, I can't see my screen. All right, this is Nerd Wallet here, and I'm gonna put this um, link in the comment section for you guys, real quick. Okay, is that it? Did I just put it, y'all? Okay, yeah. So you can visit this site, NerdWallet.com, and NerdWallet is also good. They have a free service that lets you. Um, 
do a lot of things, okay? So this one gives us the 2020-2021 tax bracket and federal income tax rates. These are also, uh, you can find this on the IRS.gov site as well. And um, as you see, there are seven federal tax, bra tax brackets for 2020. Okay, you have the 10%, 12%, 22%, 24%, 32%, 35%, 40%, 50%, 60%, 70%, 80%, 37%. Your bracket is going to um, depend on your taxable income and filing status. And these are the rates for 2021. Okay. So if your tax, if your taxable income bracket, and this is off your personal income bracket is zero to $9,000, your tax rate is only 10%. If your tax rate is, um, if you're, if you made between $9,000 and $40,125, guess what? Your tax bracket is 12%. If you made between $40,126 to $85,525, then you're going to be taxed at 22%. If you made $85,500, 526 to 163,300. Guess what? It gets higher. 24%. 24%. All right. If you're at 163,300 to 217,350, you are taxed at 32%. If you make up to from 207,300, 317,450, you are taxed at 35%. All right. If you make 518,400 dollars or more, guess where you tax that, beloved? 37%. Okay. So back to the formula. Okay. So back to the formula. How do you find your federal there? Oh, goodness. Let me go back. Did I skip something? There you go. I guess I did kind of uh, skip that a little bit. All right. There you go. I want to make sure you guys can see that. Okay. So the way you find your federal is your taxable income times your tax bracket. So whatever, wherever your tax bracket fall, make sure you can bookmark that nerd wallet site as well. So you, whatever was taxable, you find your, you find your uh, taxable income by subtracting your income from your expenses. Then you're going to get your number. Once you get that number there, you're going to multiply that times your tax bracket. And that's the federal that is due for you. So the S corps, you stop right there because that's the only thing you got. All right. But many of us who, who started as sole proprietors and if you're still a sole proprietor or you haven't um, formed your business, you got extra taxes. So let's go on to the next slate. Let's go on and cover that real quick and let's move through here. OK, so the next part is the uh, self-employment tax. So if you're a sole member LLC, sole, um, a sole member LLC and a sole proprietor, guess what? You have, if you ain't an S-Corp, if you're an S-Corp, this don't apply to you. But if you're an LLC, sole, sole member, multi-member, or if you are a sole proprietor, you have the self-employment tax, okay? That's the addition. That's why they say you were taxed twice, okay? So as a sole proprietor, you're taxed for your federal. And now, guess what? You got paid self-employment tax. So how do we find that good wholesome self-employment tax? So the self-employment tax is your taxable income times 92.35, and that number's on the IRS, and that's going to give you this number. You're going to take that number and multiply that by 
3%. If you have a calculator, you can just put that on a, you know, put that in your calculator. So I'm going to show you with an example. So I'm just going to go to uh, Google Calculator. And remember I told you that we said that we're going to, oh, let me switch the screen so you guys can see what I'm doing. Okay, there's calculators on Google all around you, okay? All right, so we said our income was going to be 8000 8, and then we're going to find our uh, self-employment tax off of that. So it needs to be 8000 multiplied by, let me get the number because I don't remember my heart, right? 8,000 by 92.35% there, okay? And you just put percent, okay? You can be like, ooh, that's a lot of money, <laughs> but that's not the number, beloved. So you're going to multiply this number by 15.3%, okay? And that's going to give you your number. So don't get a heart attack, all right? So we multiplied 8,000, as y'all see here. We multiplied 8,000, let's make sure y'all can see my screen, by 92.35%, okay? That's the number you do first. And that gave us $7,388 um, times 15. And then we multiplied it by 15.3%, which gave us $1,000. 130 36 for our um for our self-employment tax so you pay your self-employment tax and your federal together all right so you have your total for your um your federal which is your taxable income times your tax bracket which you're going to have a total for that for the self-employment tax you have your taxable income multiplied by 92.35% and then you multiply it by 15.3% and that is going to give you your taxable your um, what you are due for your self-employment tax for that you combine both payments together once you have combined it most combined it look at me now I'm talking like I don't know how to speak English all right once you have combined once you have combined both of those payments, you're going to um, you're going to get your self-employment what's due with your self-employment tax. Okay, so from there you go and you go and pay the IRS. So who what do you need to pay? You need to pay if you're an S corp. You're only going to pay your federal. You do not have to pay the self-employment tax because it passed through you. <laughs> Ain't you lucky? All right, but if you are a sole proprietor in LLC, it's your federal plus your self-employment tax, and that is the payment that you submit to the IRS, okay? And you're making those payments according to your whatever the taxable income is for that quarter, you're, you're doing that. So then when you file your income tax, you're going to have, because many of us do have regular jobs, so you're going to have your W-2 wages. Then it's going to include your profits from your employment, and that's going to make your AGI go up, and you're going to be in a whole different, you, you will be in a whole different tax bracket because if you make $100,000 at your job and then you make another $250,000, 
you know, at your at your thing, that's a total of three hundred and fifty thousand dollars for your whole income for the for the year. Amen. I mean, okay. So it's gonna boost as as you make more business, you want to show your business to be profitable and you want that reflected on you don't want to have losses. You want to have gains. And the reason why you want to have gains, don't pay your taxes, make it happen, because it's gonna be very crucial in the future for you getting some bigger things for your business. All right. Is that helping you? Is that helping you? Okay, let's go. Let me see if y'all got some questions. All right. Latrice Graham says, are we using income for the quarter or the estimated total for the year to multiply by business expenses to get the taxable income? You're going to only do it for the quarter because you don't know what's going to happen all year. You know, you can estimate, okay, well, I think I'm going to make 5000 and you make 50000 right? Just saying, you can estimate, you, you can estimate, but you want to do, you want to estimate it accurately. Okay. And to do that accurately, you'll do it off the quarter. All right. And what I say too, um, um, let me come off this screen and, oh, well, no, we'll keep there. I'm almost through my, my things real quick. And then I'm going to go into some, uh, Q and a type deal. All right. So, um, let's say, let's say, all right. And the next thing, okay. Once you pay what's due to the federal, if you are in a state that does state taxes, guess what you got? You got state taxes too. That's due. Um, in Texas, Florida, I believe what I believe Washington. I forgot the state, but I know Texas and Florida because I have mentees who are in the well, I'm in the state of Texas and I have some mentees who are in Florida. We do not have to pay state taxes. So this don't apply to us Texans and us and young Floridians <laughs> that don't fly to y'all. All right. So but basically the same way. You have to pay the Fed. You're gonna pay the. Uh, you're gonna pay the state taxes as well. Okay, so the state taxes. If you get a state refund like that, then you do have state taxes as well for your business. And I'm not talking about the sales tax and use. That's a whole different thing. All right, but if you have state taxes, basically what it is is your taxable income. So it's what you make. Subtract so your expenses. That equals your taxable income times whatever the state rate is. So it's a three point five you know, 6.5, 6.25, 8.25, whatever it is, you do that. And that gives you the thing that you also need to send to your state. If you are in a state outside of Texas and Florida that charges state taxes. See? Um, all right. Now, woo, woo, we got through them. The taxes, Lord have mercy. The taxes is always the part that just Ooh, take you it take you on a journey but however i broke it down very simply to explain it to you guys um as well because again maybe you can't afford a cpa or something like that but however follow those basic things i promise you you will be good you will be good when it comes to filing your taxes etc all right so after when you have found your structure formation you understand how your taxes and all that good stuff like that you want to either Form your you want to form in your state as an LLC if you're gonna do an S corp recommended do the S corp but that's just what I recommend um you but you need to form in your state or if you're gonna continue to stay a sole proprietor you need to register as a sole proprietor to your DBA within your county Crystal do I need do my LLC needs a DBA only if you are doing business as something else so for some of us who have multiple companies under one LLC then yes, you will need a DBA for the for the business that is not up operating under the name of your uh, under 
tongue tied, under the name of your company, okay? But if you're already formed with a state, then you do not need a DBA, okay? You only need your state formation. You only need your state formation papers, all right? The next thing is a sales tax ID. Now, your sales tax ID allows you to buy things for your business without incurring tax. And it also is how um, another way that the state make money and also the business do their part with the roads and schools and all that good stuff like that by charging the state taxes onto your clients, okay? So if you do business within your state, you can charge the, the state tax and you send that in to the secretary of state. Now, with the sales tax ID, you can either do those quarterly if you want to when you take care of everything else, or um, most businesses now, they always start them up during quarterly. But with the sales tax, you can actually do that annually. So if you want to just handle that at the end of the year, you can. But I advise that if you want to break those payments up, break those payments up so at the end of the year, you don't have this big sales tax um, big bill. All right. So for those of you who want to buy wholesale or in, in things of that nature, you're going to need your sales tax ID. Your sales tax ID is free. F R E E. If you do it yourself, if you pay somebody like me to set it up, I'm going to charge you 25 bucks to set it up. But however, it's not just, it's not for the tax sales tax ID. It's just to set it up. So I, I would charge you a fee to set it up the same way with your LLCs. Again, you can set it up yourself or you can pay somebody like myself or Shaderica and get those things set up for you. But we do have our different fees that we do charge um, for our time because we're not going to sit up here and set up your stuff for free. It don't work like that, beloved. But, you know, if you if a person is is giving you a service, guess what? You got to pay for their time. And it's not even a lot. All right. So now, you know, the more, you know, now you have done everything you You've uh, searched and made sure your business name wasn't used anywhere in your county or your state or whatever. You form, you pick your formation, whether you formed as a sole proprietor or an S corp, whatever you form. Now it is time to put on your your big girl undies and go and open you a bank account in your business name. You want to have your your finances separated because you get like uh, Mr. Investor said you get a real look at that and you're able to see what's going in, what's going out. Where is your money going? Where is it not going? Okay. You also able to see the bit, have all your business bills come out your bank account, you know, come out your bank account. You're being able to, uh, you know, watch your, watch your business savings grow. Watch, you know, you just able to keep everything separate and accounted for. Because when you're, again, filing those taxes or when you, again, you're, you're presenting this information to lenders and different things of that nature, guess what, family? You are going to need to show that you have good stewardship over your money, over your, the same way it is for your personal, it is more for your business that you have to have stewardship. Somebody type that down and say, I gotta have stewardship. So you need to have good stewardship and practice. Practice, start, I don't care practice with a small amount, $25, $30, whatever. It don't matter what's in your bank account, but practice good stewardship and you'll see great rewards. Y'all encourage your brothers and sisters and tell them practice good um, good stewardship. Practice good uh, good stewardship. All right. We got some questions. We got some questions. We got some questions. So before we get into the bank account, let's go ahead and answer these questions. Let's go ahead and answer these questions. Okay. 
lovable Erica as how to find out the quarters. Okay. Um, I'll go back up to the screen here where I have the dates for the quarters for the IRS. It's on the IRS website. Um, the first quarter for the IRS reported by 415. That covers the period of January through March. Um, the second one is 615, and that's for April through May. It's only two months um, there. For Then you have September 15th, which is uh, the reporting period for June through August. And then you have 115, which is September through December. And just a side note, just to let y'all know, in 2022, um, the, the 15th of January is going to fall, I believe, on a Saturday. And since it falls on a Saturday, this is actually going to be due on that Monday. So it's the next business day. If any of these dates ever fall on a Saturday, then it's going to be due on the next business day. So you get a mini, uh, you get a mini extension. All right. I hope that answered your question. All right. Lovable Erica asks, do you have to pay for each state you made money in? Yes. If you're going to, if you're charging taxes in that state, yes, you have to pay the secretary. I mean, not the secretary of state. This, uh, it's, it's not called the secretary. It's the, uh, state Lord have mercy, the commissioner or God, I can't think of, um, what you call, call them, but you have to pay what if, let's say if I, if I made money and I charge taxes or whatever in Georgia, I charge the Georgia taxes. I have to pay the George. I have to pay the, um, the state of Georgia their taxes. Okay. A comptroller. That's what it's called. I'm sorry. I know what I'm talking about. It's called the comptroller. Each state. Let me, let me, let me cover that. Let me cover that. Let me go back to this t sales tax ID. Okay. Cause that's going to be a whole class about that. All right. So when you're doing businesses in multiple states, in different states, I do businesses in all 50 states, right? And Canada and the United Kingdom. Okay. Those are business. Those are places where I do business at. So in each taxable state, each state has what is called a comptroller. When you go to the comptroller and you're doing business in that state, that means you're eligible to charge taxes to that state. Even though you are doing business in that state, you still have to pay the taxes to that particular state. Now, there are apps and different things of that nature, which you can go on Google and search for an app that keeps up with your sales taxes for each state. I'm going to come back to this and do a it actually do a help my business call when it when I um, when it's called doing business around the country. OK, but each state, you do have to have a sales tax ID if you're going to, to charge them the taxes accordingly. OK, so I hope that answered your question. But yes. So if you do business in Georgia, you need to go to the comptroller, fill out your information so they can send you your sales tax ID. If you do business in New York, guess what? You go to the comptroller, fill out the information or whatever so you can do your sales tax ID. Otherwise, um, you can't charge them taxes in that state accordingly. So as long as you have the comptroller stuff for that particular state that you do business in, you can still charge those taxes. Hope that answers your question. Now, let's go. Oh, hold on. All right, y'all still watching. Woohoo! All right, guys, we're almost at the end. We got about two slides left. So, how do you feel? What she said? So, how do you feel for it if they are ordering from your website? Um, which website do you use? You use Shopify? 
If you use Shopify, then there is an app that um, that does that. And Shopify actually takes care of that for you and report that. So you can use the app that's on, um, that's on Shopify and you can use that app there and it'll help you do that. But I'll cover that in another course for you and really, really, really break that down. All right. So next thing, let's go, let's get up to going to this and then I'll come back. I'll open the thing up for questions. So now you need to set you up. I'm telling you, I'm giving you the keys for success to launching your business, okay? And I want you to be success, successful in launching, and that's why I'm giving you these keys on tonight. If you want to take it further and you want and you would like to sign up with a consultation um, with myself, you can hit me up, hit, send me a DM. I need to uh, go on my CA social website and um, update it. I do consultations my consultations they do cost a hundred bucks but i promise you i'll make sure that you consulted and you are taken care of okay if you want to go deeper and you need some things set up or you need me to help you do something i got you i got you all right pay the consultation fee we'll get you on zoom and get you what you need to go all right you get a whole hour for a hundred dollars hey all right so next thing you need to do is that you need to set up a bank account you need to separate your stuff when you go to set your up your bank account you can go to any bank you want to. Um, you know, you got all types of banks. You got credit unions, regular bank, Navy Fed, all types of banks you can use. So you need to search the best bank account that's going to work for you, okay? Um, most credit unions, you only need 25 bucks to start your bank account. I know um, I bank at Wells Fargo with my business account. I also have a business account at the credit union as well. And each of them only took $25 to start up, all right? And you can have a check-ins account and a savings account. I recommend that you do have both because guess what? When you open that uh, business check, that business savings account, you're going to earn interest on the money that's in there. So every month, you can actually earn money for keeping money in there. So definitely, you'll keep money in there because you're going to be every at the end of the month, putting back your taxes, putting back your tax so you don't have big bills at the end of the quarter because it's already saved, all right? So you got that. The next thing you want to do is you want to visit the Duns and Bradstreet website. You want to visit the Duns and Bradstreet uh, website because guess what? As you begin to establish business credit, you are going to need this Duns number because this Duns number is going to help you with your revolving credit and different things like that and it's going to report, all right? Because sometimes, again, when these investors, as you move forward in your business right now, y'all don't need to be thinking about investors right now. What you need to be thinking about is your business growth, okay? But, um, but you want to have this in stock and so once you have your Duns number, you're able to go and set up different accounts with different types of company and you set up what they call net. You have net 30, net 60, and net 90. So you can go to Home Depot, you can go to Lowe's, and you set up a professional account which has these revolving things. And as you're, you can go and make a small purchase, but you want that positive credit, just like on your personal credit, you want that positive credit reporting. Okay, um, but I'll get into business credit on a whole different series. But I want you to be set up for success. So when you go to Duns and Bradstreet, um, I'll share my screen with you. Okay, and it's a very easy setup. It's not hard at all. Okay, so when you go to you go to D D and B Duns and Bradstreet, right? This is the icing on the cake. 
<laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you, Patrice. Yes, Patrice has her business has increased tremendously. 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 I promise you. All right. So into who? When you go to Dunn's and Brad Street or whatever, you're gonna go to where it says like Dunn's numbers or whatever, right? And then it's gonna say, you know, tell us why you here, yada yada woo woo woo. So you can say request a Dunn's number right here. Once you go there and you say get a Dunn's number, you're gonna say the primary reasons, okay? Now you can say I'm a US based business, or if you wanna get it, if you don't wanna wait them 30 days and you wanna get your thing within five to seven days, you can say I'm an Apple developer, I'm be developing Apple Cap, I'm be developing developing a um thing or whatever, right? And so it's gonna ask you all right, let's go here. No, 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 no. Let's do this. Just put on a U.S.-based business because we don't have an Apple account. Don't make you do that. So what it does is ask you, you know, what what is your business name? So I know mine's Health Family Ventures LLC, right? And then it's going to ask me for the address and all that stuff like that. And here, this is where you want to get like a, um, a business address, okay? Because, again, you don't want your personal information um on there and i'll show you i'll tell you i'll tell you slightly about that but we'll get into that shortly okay so texas and then i'm just gonna put my phone number young top user so i ain't gonna answer you okay all right so obviously health family ventures is already out there but if i didn't have a thing i could say get a new duds number once i do that it's gonna ask me you know do you want this other stuff. You don't need this other stuff right now unless you want this. They're going to call you as well. So you go to get started. Once you go to um, get started, you're going to put all your information in there and you go through go through all the way to end. Duns and Bradstreet, they are a business. So yes, they're going to they're gonna, they're definitely going to try to sell you all of their services and different things of that nature. Okay? They're going to try to sell you some services. They're going to call you. They're going to ask you about your business. And then you can just say, well, um, let me just think about it. And then once you say, um, let me just think about it, they're going to leave you alone or whatever. And um, then they're going to be like, okay, well, you should be, um, you should be, check your email and your done number will be approved, blah, 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 blah. Right? And they'll do all that because you're going you're gonna, to uh, just tell them you're in business and, you know, you're, you're going to be establishing business credit and you just get it started and you just want to make sure that everything is set from the foundation. Right? Sounds good. And then you you just hang up with them and you're gonna be abs oh my goodness. Then you're gonna be absolutely you're gonna be absolutely good. So you want you want your dunce number because that's how you're gonna begin to set up your uh your credit sig your credit signaling and etc. Okay. So finally, guys, we're on the last slide. Oh my goodness, my presentation went over an hour. Um, we're on the last slide. In the last slide, we're gonna be registering with the SBA. What is the SBA, Lady Hell? The SBA is the Small Business Administration. The Small Business Administration. This is work great for women. Uh, I mean, men too. Okay, I'm not gonna leave my brothers out. But um, there is a lot of grant money, y'all. Grant money that is available through the federal government, but your business got to be set up and to have access. A lot of these grants, they do work with sole proprietors, but the federal government will prefer that you have an LLC. Okay. So S Corp, LLC, whatever you want to do, they will prefer that. 
All right. Because sometimes people will not take you seriously if you haven't taken your own business seriously, seriously to separate your business uh, from just on you and have your business as a, a separate entity. OK, but however, you can go to the SBA, which is the Small Business Administration, and there are tons of grants and also loans. But you want to go for grants. OK, um, but there is you register with the SBA. If you are African-American, there are tons of grant money for African-Americans with your with your LLCs. OK, hear what I'm saying with your LLCs or you won't be taken seriously. But if you want that grant money, grant money is money that you don't have to put back. That's money that the federal government have reserved for you. So if they didn't give us our reparations, guess what? They're going to give us their grant money. How about that one? Okay. But you need to register with the SBA. Okay. Then you also can register uh, uh, with the state as well. And then you could put if you're a black owned business, if you're a woman led business, if you're an African American led owned business, if you're Hispanic, if you're my, any minority. Okay. So, yeah, you get all those grants and things of that nature that are available for you. Okay. So you can register with the SBA. You can go to sba.com and um go ahead and register with them they're gonna give you this number and all that and you'll have your sba registered number so even if you in the future start selling on amazon it's gonna ask you for your classification number and some people are like what is that well child that's for the sba and when they do that for the sba guess what amazon also do some pretty great things for you so but that's something you can research and i just wanted to put that out there and drop that out there um, for you guys. So you would be aware of the things that are available for you. Okay. So, Oh, woo, yeah, we, we done went through this eight o'clock. All right. Let me bring the screen over here and, uh, and everything. Okay, guys. So we have went through those lovely steps. If you take the keys that I have dropped on tonight for you, I promise you, you will be successful. You will be very, very successful because in the future, you want those um, investors to invest in your business. All right. So as promised, okay, I'm going to share with you. I'm going to plug up my phone on here on my computer and I'm going to bring it on the screen. I am going to share with you some ways you can start small and start building up your reputation with financing with some financing for your business. So if you maybe, you know, you need to buy some equipment or you might need to buy some inventory or something like that, or depending on your business, you might need to buy some promotional products from some of the creators in here. And you like, man, um, what are some, what are some things that I can do? All right. So I'm going to bring up my phone on here and I'm going to share with you some of the apps that we use well that i use anyway um that i have used i've used it i still use it okay <laughs> i have used child i be used sometimes i be using it for no reason to be using it. i don't even need to use it i just be using it i'm like i'm you know i'm gonna have some corner money i'm gonna have somebody money okay <laughs> all right let me put my screen up that i have Ain't used, that cool? you, used put, it. you put your phone on your uh Okay. On your, uh, on your thing. It's okay, sweetheart. You I can, used, uh, sometimes I be using uh, it. Tiny, you can go no back and you'll be able to go back and review everything that has been watched tonight. I don't take these uh, particular episodes down as of now. 
um, and everything. All right, so let me um, put my screen up. You missed it. Exactly. You put your phone on you. your tonight. On your I'm telling you. It's okay. It's tonight. Time to go back. So I'm going to go to the screen there. And I'm going to share with you some of the apps that you use that don't need, it don't, you be like, I don't want you to start like, I ain't got no credit for this. I ain't got enough credit. Because the first app, you do need a little credit for that one. But the other apps that I'm going to show you, you don't need no credit. You know, you don't need no credit to get some financing um, for your business. The objective is not to finance the flex. The, the objective is to finance to get, you know, to, uh, sorry, finance to build. All right. Because if you, I promise you, if you use your money and you be a good steward over the finances that you're blessed with, all right, I promise you, you will grow your, you know, you will grow your business with no problem. So the first app I'm going to show you tonight, I'm going to go to the app store so we can just go through the app store real quick. That's the app store. Where is the, oh, there we go. App store. Okay. I'm going to bring up the app store. So one of the first apps, now this one, you do have to, um, you need, your credit need to be like in the 600s or whatever in order to get it. And sometimes, you know, might get lucky, I don't know. But this app is called Affirm, all right? Normally, Affirm, as you see, I got it on my thing. Um, Affirm, Affirm starts you off with about 500 bucks and you can, you can create a virtual card and so you're able to go anywhere and they do it where they can break up the pay. And, and again, the better credit you have, the more money a firm will get, give you. But if you they start you off low, they typically start you at about $500. And then after you pay, they're going to increase you to like $800. After you do something else, they're going to increase you again to like $1,200. Then you do it again. They'll they, they keep in the more stuff that you buy with them. I bought computers. I bought all types of stuff with a firm okay so but again you do have to have at least you know uh i think the mid score gotta be 620 or something like that to get a, uh, a firm but a firm is great because they either let you break your payments over four pay most people are doing the whole four payment thing now but they also let you spread it out up to 36 months don't do that that's crazy but anyway that's one of the first app that you can use all right another app is called klarna klarna does not check your credit okay it's called corner so it's buy now pay later i might even have some stuff on <laughs> i might need the uh that i might need to pay i mean i don't need to pay i don't think it's due but um you can uh finance a lot of things you can create um a virtual card etc and as you see if, if i go through a lot of my purchases there you see i use um i use corner a lot for for a lot of different things or whatever and you're able to go through Klarna, now Klarna starts you off low. They will hurt your feelings. So Klarna starts you off like with two or $300, right? And then you buy something. Then just pay it. And then pay it off early. Pay it off early, you won't have no interest. So you pay it off early, then go buy something else. The first time you buy it, going to start, like I said, I think they started me with $200. Like for real. I was like, really? But this was years ago. And then it went from 200 to 400 then it went from 400 to a thousand then it went from a thousand to like i think it was like fifteen hundred dollars or something like that and then all of a sudden they just started letting me pay for like if i wanted to pay for over six six months or 12 months so the more you start building your credit with them and you start building a payment history with them they're going to trust you with more money but you have to build 
that relationship with the company, okay? Another one, and it's one I use for my own personal business. I use Klarna too. Um, I'll, with, with another company, with another business that I use, we use Klarna as a payment processor. We also use a firm as a payment processor. So you can be a merchant, and that's cool too. You can be a merchant on these um, on these things as well, all right? So what is the other one I want to show you guys? Sezzle. Sezzle give you big money. Sezzle started me out with like, I think we're like, when I my when I first did sales chat, they started me off with like five hundred dollars, and the next thing is like you unlock you unlocked it something. So you go to Sezzle, Sezzle give you that good money. So Sezzle will actually give you a um some good money, and I need to pay some to say I I didn't bought so I don't know what I bought I didn't bought something. But anyway, as you see right now, I got a. $1,500 spending limit on that. Woo -woo. And my credit limit on here is $1,650. And what Sezzle does is it breaks your payment. It breaks your payment up and forth. So again, you pay this stuff. And I use Sezzle on our website. And so Sezzle is amazing. Okay. And, did, um, and as a business owner, once you get your website set up, and I'm going to do a whole class on setting up the website for e-commerce. All right. And I'm going to show you two different ones you can use depending on how much responsibility that you want to have for that. But having those, um, but you can use those, um, you can use those merchants as a way to pay for your things. And you can also use that merchant for people to pay you. All right. And it goes straight to your business account. But that's why I'm telling you, you want your done set up. You want your, you, you know, you want your LLCs and all that. You want your business banking. Okay. Cause you want to separate your personal from your business and when you go out in the market when you go out in the marketplace these businesses and things of that nature they they'll want to work with you you know why they want to work with you because you have your paperwork in order all right so i'm gonna and i'm gonna open the field up right now because i gave you some sources where you can go download those apps put in your personal information they don't do hard credit checks at all it's actually a soft credit uh, check and um, yeah, you can get some things and make some things happen. But I want you to say be responsible with your um, be responsible with your choices. All right. So let me go back over here real quick. If you have any questions, any questions, any questions, any questions, okay. The room is open. All right. You're on a cell phone. I could. I think I can bring bring you on. I, well, no, I don't know if I could do that. Or not. But um, anyway, if you have any questions, go ahead and drop them now. All right, I'm gonna give y'all a minute or so, and then I'm gonna let y'all go. All right, because I've been on here for an hour and fifteen minutes, and I wasn't trying. I was just trying to be on here for an hour. All right, and if this has helped you, drop a diamond. Drop a diamond in the comment section and let me know. This helped me. This helped me. Okay. I gave you guys um, the keys, all right? And the keys were, number one, do a name search in your state. If you're an LLC, if you're reforming an LLC, or do a DBA in your state, I mean, DBA name search in your state. Once you have done that, you verify that nobody took that, you need to go ahead and choose your structure. So you need to decide. Do you know when we'll go over Shopify set up? I will put the date because I, I would need to form my course and put it together. 
um, kind of like I did here. But um, I will put the date in the event section and I'll probably do it on a help my business day. So on help my business day, um, when it goes to when we talk about e-commerce there, I'll talk about the e-commerce uh, site. But I will do an actual uh, one on a Saturday, which would be a Zoom. OK, and that's where I'm going to be able to you know, talk about this, that in the third and then while everybody is working on their sites, I'll put everybody in breakout rooms. That that will be $25, but you'll be in a, a single breakout room. And then wh whatever you need, I'll be able to go between the uh, breakout rooms while people are putting things together. And, uh, you know, I'll be like, okay, I want you to do this. I'm going to be right back. Then I'll come back, et cetera. Okay. And that's going to be like on, a, I'll do that like on a Saturday or something for actually hands-on. Any of my hands-on class are 25 bucks. It'll be on Zoom. Um, and I'll have a way for you to register uh, for them, et cetera. All right. Hope that answers your question. Which one is better, Wix or Shopify? Shopify, girl. Pay that $79. Well, they got one for $29 and they got one for $79. Okay. So just depend on if the, the fees or the features that you want. Um, I don't know what type of business that you have. Can you tell me the business that you have? Wix is a joke. Don't do that and pay all those. Um, what's the call it? I. I Wix is a joke. No, ma'am. We don't do Wix. <laughs> Shopify or if you uh, if you want, if you're going to handle more than main, if you're going to handle maintenance, then WooCommerce. But however, if you're not uh, server savvy, Shopify, okay? Because they handle all the server maintenance for you. Okay. What was the fee again you cut out? Uh, I charge $25 if I do a hands-on, um, if, if it's on a Monday. I mean, on a Monday. Sorry. On the Saturday classes, all my Saturday classes are 25 bucks, and it's on Zoom for that. And if you want a personal one-on-one, -on -one, just me and you, it's 100 bucks. Okay? And that's on a date that you said. It can be during a weekday or whatever. Um, and I can meet with you via, um, via Zoom. All right. Anybody else? Any other questions? Any other things y'all got? Normally, y'all be full of questions, and then my inbox be full. All right? So don't y'all fill up my inbox. Ask it in the group. I'm going to say, go ask it in the group, because somebody knows. <laughs> right? All right, guys. So, again, I will keep this video up. You can go back, again, dropping gems for y'all for free, because I want y'all to be very, very, very successful in the marketplace. And one way to be very successful is to have your business read ready and properly set up from jump okay yes people will charge you fees if they have to do it for you all right that's what we call consultation all right so um you know i'm not knocking anybody that does or anything like that but what i am saying is for those be like i can't afford that i put the information out there do your research etc i told you my mistakes don't bust your head if you ain't gotta be taxed twice don't get text twice, okay? <laughs> Form properly. So those are just things that you should know, okay? So I hope, again, y'all have a wonderful, I mean a wonderful uh, week, all right? And if you make some of the steps during the week, share in the group. Don't let me be the only one posting up in here. Share in the group, okay? Share in the group and say, hey, I want to see your progress. I want to know that, hey, what we're doing, we're actually helping you and helping you be an impact in the marketplace, all right? So until next time, beloveds, I will see you soon. My name is Crystal Hale. 
I am the owner and founder of CH Social Marketing, a marketing and PR firm where we help you increase your ROI by 50 to 60%.